Today on Locked On, Anaheim Ducks, a new contract is signed and an alliance is formed. All of this on today's Locked On, Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It has been now four months since we've had hockey, and in fact, it's been a week since I've even recorded a show. And in fact, this is the first time, I think, all month. Yeah, this is the first time all month that I have not had a special guest on the show. How about that? Welcome, everyone, to Locked on Anaheim Ducks. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we're only doing two shows this week. It's still the offseason for the Ducks. In fact, there will be no hockey for at least four months in Anaheim. It could be longer based on what happens with COVID-19. Uh, just a reminder, you can hear this podcast or any other Locked On podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you hear your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. And be sure to hit us up on LO underscore Ducks and follow me at StimpyJD, both of those on Twitter. So as I mentioned at the top, there was a new sign. Well, I shouldn't say a new signing, but we have a player coming back for three more years. That's right. Troy Terry, who I've been pretty high on. Troy Terry signed a three-year contract with the Anaheim Ducks. And this is kind of an extension of sorts. But he signed a three-year deal worth about $4.5 million. Not too bad. Here's the breakdown. He's going to get $1.3 million next year and then a very slow raise after that. The following year, 2021-22, he will get $1.45 million. And then the year after that, 22-23, he'd get $1.55. Terry's going to be 25 at the end of the contract and will have salary arbitration rights which he didn't have in this negotiation. This is a pretty good deal for the Ducks. The Ducks had the leverage on this deal. But to be honest, this is good in the sense that it's not a whole lot of money that they're throwing. This is, I guess, not a high-risk contract. This is a fairly low-risk, high-reward contract. Troy Terry is still a young player. He's only 22 years old. He's been pro for two years now. And he's been better in San Diego than he has in Anaheim. But again, he's young. He's still getting acclimated to the National Hockey League despite his young age. And to be honest, he wasn't expected to play in Anaheim last year. If you recall, last year in 32 NHL games, he had four goals and 13 points. This year, because of the plethora of injuries that occurred, he ended up playing 47 games for the Ducks, four goals, 15 points. That is below even his expectations. He knows he can do better. In the American Hockey League, he's averaging over a point a game. In 55 games, he scored 57 points. This year, if you recall, he had a great game on 80s night against the Ontario Reign, which is the picture that I chose to retweet. Which, by the way, is still one of my favorite, I guess, minor league nights ever. But Terry really lit up the Ontario Reign this season, and he's rewarded. He is expected to try to make Anaheim Ducks camp, but don't be surprised if he still has a few games in San Diego this season after the Ducks make some decisions. With that size of a, with the size of a contract, they're committed to Troy Terry and his future. 
Again, four point about four point four million dollars over three seasons. That is not too bad. It's a deal that works for the Ducks. It works for Troy Terry himself. I would say he's very happy with that contract. So him and his new puppy. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Troy Terry, he's got a new puppers in his life. A uh, little puppy named Sullivan. Super cute dog. Um, if you heard today on, or sorry, yesterday on Sirius XM, he mentioned that he just really wanted a new dog in his life. Uh, him and his family are very happy with the dog. Um, he, I didn't hear what kind of dog it was. But it looks like it's going to be a pretty decent sized dog. I'm sure we'll hear more about Sullivan in the next three years. Maybe he'll be on the Pucks and Paws calendar. Who knows? Maybe we'll see more of Troy Terry and his little dog too in the near future. But that's the big story as far as the Anaheim Ducks are concerned. Overall, I would say that the Ducks are going to have this contract based more on his potential. They know that he didn't perform as well as he would have liked in Anaheim. In San Diego, he was just fine. He was great in San Diego. He flourished on that first and second line and really helped the goals with their runs this season and helped lead the goals to great records both this year and last year, especially last year with the San Diego goals. He wouldn't call it a wasted year. Yes, there's improvement in several ways that he was making throughout the season. He was making improvements. And he said that he was effective in several ways. He put more shots on net. He had more takeaways, more positive possession metrics. And this is coming from the Eric Stevens article on The Athletic. So thank you for that. Overall, I agree with that. He did have better takeaways. He had more effective power plays. He was very effective on special teams in San Diego and that's where I feel that the positive metrics are coming from is those set plays he's getting much better at and he was getting better as the season wore on and even into January, February, March you could see the improvement. It's a very steady improvement, not a fast improvement, but again, the Ducks are committed to having this young core. And they still have the number six draft pick. And they have Trevor Zegris coming. This is still going to be a young team. And what the Ducks are doing is they're having these two to three year contracts. So this young core can grow together and see what they can come up with in two to three years. So again, not a total rebuild, but a retooling of sorts. I like the contract. I like it a lot. So that's all on Troy Terry. Before we head into the first intermission, let's talk about rockauto.com. They're family-owned. They've been in business for over 20 years, and I'm glad to see rockauto.com as a sponsor for the Locked On Podcast Network. They've got all the parts your car will ever need, whether it's a Ferrari car part, maybe it's an old Packard, maybe it's an old Impala, maybe one of those nice SS Impalas, maybe it's a blue color because those are always very nice, or maybe you just want some parts on your car i have a toyota prius myself yeah they have car parts for that as well everything from floor mats to spark plugs you name it they've got it so before you go to the big box stores you can definitely save money on rockauto.com because they cut out the middleman on all their products so once again check out rockauto.com and in the box where it says 
How did you hear about us? Tell them that Locked On Ducks sent you. Once again, that is rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. And after the first intermission, we're going to talk about an alliance forming. Stay locked in. Welcome back to the best podcast your car will ever need, Locked on Anaheim Ducks, brought to you by rockauto.com. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And there was another story that I wanted to touch upon that took place over the week, and this is a pretty important one. This relates to a podcast that I had with Nick Hamilton. If you have not heard that, make sure to check that one out. It was my special about racism with Nick Hamilton, who is a local sports writer. He is often heard on 570K LAC Radio and can be seen occasionally on NBC4. How this relates? Well, we talked a lot about how inner city youth, they are not getting the proper equipment or let's face it, hockey is not a sport that's accustomed to the inner cities because hockey equipment is expensive. You have to pay for sticks. You have to pay for ice time. You have to pay for pucks, pads, skates, whatnot. It's expensive. So what the Anaheim Ducks are doing and 10 other teams in the LA area is they are banding together to form the Alliance. And what is the Alliance? Well, it's 11 pro teams that are trying to level the playing fields in our communities through sports. And the website is very cool. They even have a video with Molly Schaus, who is an Olympic team member. Uh, She's a goalie, a very good goalie at that. And she has a video on that website showing some instructional videos. These are instructional videos that can be done at home. And her video has lower body exercises, which includes squats. It includes side-to-side thrusts, which are very useful if you are learning to skate because you need that side-by-side movement. You need that explosiveness on the first skate. It also helps in rollerblading, by the way. If you can get that explosive first stride down, that exercise is very useful. Uh, She also did a couple of juggling exercises, which I thought was very cool because she's a goalie. Juggling is important. And also a hockey challenge where she used uh, hockey balls and used just a regular four-legged chair to do some basic hockey drills, just stick handling. Something as easy as that can be done while in quarantine, while you're stuck at home. Maybe you have no net. Here's my advice to you guys. If you have kids at home that want to learn how to play hockey and they don't, here's what you do. Thrift stores have plenty of old sticks. That's actually where I got a couple of my first sticks. I still have thrift store sticks. I have a bunch of sticks in my closet right now and some of them have been collecting dust over the past few months but that's the best way to go get some street hockey sticks they don't have to be super fancy $90-$100 sticks you can get them at a thrift store for maybe 10 to 20 bucks you can get one you can get two hockey sticks also hockey monkey has hockey balls uh, you could check out the store off of Catella and the Five Freeway. There's a hockey store there. They sell hockey balls there. They're street balls. Go ahead and grab a bucket of those. They're not expensive. And then get your thrift store sticks. And there you go. You have hockey balls. You have the sticks. You can do some shooting against a brick wall or something if you have a brick wall at home. 
shoot it against that. See how you do. Nets are not terribly expensive if you find them at a thrift store, if you're lucky. Or again, just hit them against the wall or the gate or the fence or whatever barrier you have at your house or apartment. Maybe, maybe just maybe you have some old skates around. Maybe dust those off. Get some rollerblading going. And also, I mean, just play if you have a family member. Play with your family member. Grab two sticks at the store and just play with your brother or sister if you're so lucky. Or play with your father, maybe your mother. If you're older, maybe you have a younger daughter or son that wants to learn how to stick handle. Show them the exercises. Show them the training videos. There are plenty of ways for our young kids to learn to play hockey. And I'm just giving you some of my ideas and some of how I got started. I mean, I didn't start with fancy hockey skates. I didn't start with these fancy silver sticks. I mean, yes, in the early 90s, the Kings were the only team. And like many, many other kids growing up near L.A., you wanted to emulate Wayne Gretzky, Luke Robitaille, because those were your guys back then. That was your team. That was everyone's team in Southern California before 1994, right? So we all wanted to have that silver stick, but about 99% of the kids couldn't afford it. So what did I do? Just grabbed an old stick. I mean, it was maybe a cheapy $2 stick, but I still used it. I still loved it. And just hit a couple of tennis balls to be honest that's what I did tennis balls are also very cheap um, I live next to the high school I won't say which high school but I lived to one of the old high schools in East LA and they had tennis balls lying around that were on the tennis courts no one picked them up so I grabbed a couple of those and just to candle there that's really the best way to do it just do it as not as cheaply as you can but just have fun with it just have fun. Try your best. I guarantee you it will help you a lot. As far as the Los Angeles Alliance, there are, as I said, 11 teams taking part in this. And I can list all 11 teams. There's, of course, the Anaheim Ducks. Then you have the Angels just across the street. Then you have our two football teams, the Chargers and the Rams. Then you have the two basketball teams, the Clippers and the Lakers. You also have the WNBA team, the Los Angeles Sparks. Then we got the other hockey team, the LA Kings. And then we've also got the Dodgers in there, LAFC and the Galaxy. So, wow, 11 teams got two baseball teams, two NBA teams, two football teams, both hockey teams. You got the two soccer teams for MLS and you got the WNBA. That yeah, that makes 11 teams from the greater Los Angeles area, although that's kind of loosely speaking because as you know, two of those teams are actually in Anaheim, the Ducks and the Angels of course. So what exactly is their mission? Uh this is coming from their website. Quote in a historic collaboration to pursue a change in communities of color and develop meaningful programs the 11 pro sports organizations in L.A. County and Orange County have joined together to launch the Alliance Los Angeles, a comprehensive five-year commitment to drive investment and impact for social justice through sport. Following the recent protests nationwide, the 11 teams have united to address racial injustice 
develop educational opportunities and support other important issues facing communities of color, particularly black communities. The 11 teams will advocate for social justice, address disparities, and take actions to help end racial inequality. This commitment includes supporting the Play Equity Fund's social justice movement in Los Angeles and in Orange County, amplifying the work of Accelerate Change Together Anaheim, or ACT Anaheim. These innovative and positive models of engagement are aimed to inspire similar actions nationally. End quote. So Nick Hamilton and I talked about this very thing where you have the RBI program for Major League Baseball. What the Alliance is trying to do is get to those inner cities and introduce them to youth sports where they otherwise would not be able to. Think about how a lot of kids don't play football because they don't have all the equipment. Flag football, they're trying to introduce all these flag football games in inner cities. Maybe it's time to get more roller hockey in the inner cities. Maybe think about, I don't know, the Mighty Ducks film D2. Remember Russ Tyler? He played in the streets, and he ended up on Team USA on D2, the Mighty Ducks. But they ended up playing street, street hockey, and that's where he unveiled his knuckle puck. But just something akin to that is you want to see more of those inner-city kids playing hockey and get them excited about sports and keep them off the street, in particular those black communities. Hopefully providing equipment, providing playtime, providing some outdoor rinks, that could help, especially in a sport like hockey, because of the five sports that I mentioned, basketball, they're mostly black. Baseball, as it turns out, has less than 10% black athletes in their sport. Football, a lot of black kids play that. Soccer, also. Hockey is the least represented as far as the black community of those sports. So it's going to be very important for both the Kings and the Ducks to try to get out there as much as possible and really hammer in that hockey is for everyone in the greater LA community and Orange County. So I think it's a great thing to have the Alliance come together. And by the way, this is a part of Play Equity, which was established by the LA 84 Foundation. Of course, that was formed after the 1984 Summer Olympics held in LA. And the reason for this multi-year plan is they want to see a lot of kids out there for the 2028 Olympics, which will take place here in Southern California, and also kind of having to do with why they're revamping the area around Honda Center in Anaheim, also having to do with the 2028 Olympics. So a lot to be excited about. The Play Equity Fund is a great charity partner. They do their best to support programs and ensure that all kids have equal access to sport and structured play. So a very worthy cause and probably one that I'm going to donate to the next time I do Hockey Jeopardy, which is going to come up very soon. So once again, be on the lookout for that. In the meantime, I think it's a great place to wrap up. So once again, thank you all for listening. We will be back tomorrow with another show. In the meantime, you could hear this podcast and any of the other episodes on the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you hear your podcasts. And once again, don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me at StimpyJD. And if you want to talk hockey, email me 
at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. It is still hot out here, so be sure to stay cool, stay safe, Anaheim. Yeah, and let's continue to support our Ducks. It's still a long offseason. We've still got at least four months before the Ducks are back in action. But let's continue supporting. So, yeah, with that said, for Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Continue to practice social distancing. Stay safe, Anaheim. Ducks fly together.